Welcome everyone to Yen yeah, Look, the Aussie Rules podcast for round seven. Is that right? Yeah, round seven. It is round seven, yep. So we've just done round six, we're heading into round seven. How is everyone oh, doing? Hello, mate. Doing well, mate. Mm, quite yes. well, yes. Yes. Yep. Put them in gas. our levels are all right. I've turned them up a bit, but we'll see. All right, let's just do that. Uh, so let's get straight stuck into Ooh. the news. Oh. All right, so the news this week... Yeah, it's kind of hard doing the news on the podcast because it's a weekly thing, so it's not really fresh and up to date, but we'll go over some of the stories that are going around. Uh, Daniel Wells has said that he admitted he was a bit out of shape when he rocked up to Collingwood, which is no surprise because he's still fat. But he's playing well. How's that news? Uh, it was, it was well, news. I don't think Collingwood would have a problem with that. They've had to deal with Dane Swan for a while. So. Yeah, Swanee had it covered. <laughs> but Daniel Wells has been playing well. He I mean, definitely... Luke Hodge has been out of shape his entire no. career. <laughs> Hodgie's light and easy shred city. Don't Hodgie. worry, Hodgie. Great abs. Uh, Must be shredded. The Gold Coast Suns are going to wear their home strip for their game in China against Port, and mm-hmm. Port are not happy about it because... I have theories on that as they're well. The Chinese, it's the Chinese colours. Yep. So they're going to... That's why yep. Port's not happy about it. And it was it. Port's idea. The whole yeah. thing was all backed by Port, and then Gold so Coast are the ones that are going to get all the get exposure. The so what are Port Adelaide going to wear? Why are they They'll probably wear their home strip because... China, yeah, red and yellow, mm. and Gold Coast, red and yellow. So all the Chinese people that yeah. are there are going to support the Gold Coast Suns, but it's oh, Port's home game. So Port's not happy with it because they wanted to, you know, expand their brand. Catch and, me outside. How about that? No, I like China. I've been, to, I've been. To, you guys haven't been to China. Yeah. But You've been I, there? You liked it? I thought you said you hated it. Did you wear your Gold I Coast Sun jersey? I did, the only thing I hate about China is the food. The food is horrific. I feel oh. like we have a lot to, it's come, not like to Chinese cut over. It's not like Chinese food okay. over here. Uh, the other news... Uh, this, the big news in Perth uh, yesterday was a rumour spread, or not a rumour. The big a, footy guy. A, a big splash 50. on 96 FM saying that Nat Fife had already agreed he was going to St Kilda mm. and it was a done that's deal. That's how it works. That's how the rules work. And then uh, obviously Nat Fife's manager and Alan Richardson for St Kilda both said yesterday that it's 100% not true. There's no truth to it at all. And it's not even allowed to be done because he's a restricted free agent anyway. So... He can't agree to a deal because Freo have the right to match any deal. Uh, so yeah, that was a funny news I thought, and I think uh, people some people need a stories for no reason, just for attention. Oh, I love it. There was a lot of great clickbait articles out on Facebook. Every, pretty much every football-based thing on Facebook posted a story saying Nat Fife agrees to sign with Saints without without any real information or backing. So that's great, great journalism. Good job, guys. You're all you all suck, <laughs> uh, and you're wrong. So, anyways, moving I'll on. Wait till he leaves. <laughs> Caleb uh, Marchbank, the big Carlton, Marchy. Carlton Blue. March. He's got the rising star this the week. March fly. I uh, saw a video earlier of them announcing it, and the Carlton boys. Oh, they were getting round it was him. Like he won the brown though, actually. Oh, I thought a bit oh, excessive give, for give a, him some head rubs for a rising star no, nomination. No, it's good. Didn't it's good. Raise team morale. Silly. Oh, fuck you, mate. Fucking Damian Barrett over here. Chop, I think. Don't oh, celebrate! Don't celebrate oh, wins! Don't celebrate them! Do I'm going to touch no, on that later, but no, don't. No, you're not allowed to. I thought it was a little bit, mate. I have the video. Him, yeah, they're giving there him a little, yeah, muchy. Give him a little hug, getting some team morale. Bit much. It seemed a little bit tongue in cheek, though. As yeah, well, yeah like they're that. taking the piss. They're like like they were taking the piss a little bit. Yeah, yeah, finger in. One. They won two games in five years. They need to settle down a bit. 
<laughs> we're only, are we only one wet game blanket, behind? We're blanket over here. We're one game behind Fremantle. Yeah. yeah. That's how bad Fremantle are. Right, we're just on the cusp of the eight. We're just out we're, on the They're rising stars. Mm. Yeah, heaps of them. One yeah. of them was playing for you, Reese Palmer. See how well it served him winning a rising star? Moving on. Uh, we, we'll get Dicko to handle the MRP. Okay, Dicko's going to take us okay, to the MRP. Okay, we're back into it. So, Toby Green, he has accepted his two-ban suspension. What a knob. Just for a nice little uh, hook straight to the face of Caleb Daniel. The notorious um, Toby Green. And that was it in terms of the MRP. All the others are just little... Fife, he got a $1,000 yeah, fine. fines. You and know, that wasn't it. I'm pretty sure Nankervis uh, got suspended, did he not? Um, charged with striking. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Has he accepted it or not? I haven't. And there was no appeals, so. Well, he must have accepted a one match sanction then, but we haven't. Had, that's actually not up here yet, so, and I haven't heard about it. Okay, but that's it. Everything else is all minor, crap. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That was it. Exciting for the MRP again. All right, let's move on. Thanks for listening. Moving on. Ah. Okay. Okay, now we've got the round six results and review. Oh, here we go. Let's have a look at all the action. Game one. From round six, a big Friday night clash. It was nearly as good as the week before with Carlton. Not quite oh, up to that standard. Not as close. No. But it was it was close to being that close. Yeah, it was. So up and the, down game. Good game. The Greater Western Sydney Giants, they beat the Western Bulldogs they did. by two points. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. I did watch this game. It, it was, was close to fair. Tom, terrific. Tom Boyd missed a shot and then the other end, Jonathan Patton was, he's, he's hit it long. He's hit it hard. It's there. Fuck. <laughs> so the general general Patton kicked a big clutch goal. He was good. He was, dro- he was dropping some marks though. He had uh, Johannesson was good. had the he, old butterfingers out. He was up and down in the game. He had some real good, and then he had a rough patch. But can you get the, the good win? The chocolate wards up. I've oh, got them. Good win for the yeah. Giants. Yeah, uh, Marcus Bontempelli got nine of the chocolates. Nine chocolates. Chocolate so look, that's a positive there. Right, so that no, no, was a good game. We've got any injuries out of that one there, Dico. Um, on the injury front. Sam Reed did a hammy. Oh, Reedy. Nick Haynes did a hammy. Oh, Haynes. Oh, Shane Mumford Haynes. hurt his ankle. Mummy. Revenge and of the mummy. Tom Liberatore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he got a bit smashed. He got um, knocked out. But that's it. And then just old Toby Green with a nice suspension. Right, left hook. All right, the next game. Hawthorne went down to Tasmania, their absolute fortress, and got totally poleaxed and annihilated uh, by St Kilda. Did you tip Smashed this, Smashed into next week. I tipped Hawthorne. I, I, I tipped. No, I did not get this tipped one. Hawthorne. I tipped Hawthorne. Yeah. How many tips idiot. you guys get this week? Oh, four. Not many. Oh, <laughs> I'm not still four. top. I'm still top. But yeah, I'm about ten behind, yeah, but I did get seven this week. Well done. That's... Well, at least you did them this week. So. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Oh, no, I've only missed one week. No, two so, weeks. Yeah. Hawthorne, they're not a happy team. Clarkson said there's going to be catastrophic oh, changes if this continues. Catastrophic. So yeah, well, he he, he back he's backpedaled a little bit on his mm. he's statements back in the boys from in. a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, uh, uh, Saints were good. Chocolates. Jack Stephen got the chocolates with nine. Oh my man! Uh, I Dylan. told you, bro. My top I'd 10. like to put forth my nomination, Jack Stephen, for haircut of the week as well. Yeah. Oh. He is bringing back the 90s. He's, he's yeah. haircut of the week, uh, I think. He is definitely haircut of the week. So, uh, well done, Jack Steven. We'll, we'll send Dylan, you out a packet of chicken twisties. Dylan Robertson had seven. Oh, our man. Fucking 
Dylan Robertson. He is our oh, man. He I'm going to see if he can get him to follow us on Twitter because he, he is he our man. Get, does he have a Twitter? Tag him. He I'm, must do. I'm sure he does. All right. Definitely tag Before him. we move on to the Blue Baggers, it's traditional right before the Blue Baggers game that we open up the drop. What have we got this week, Dicko? Well, since you're a lazy... Didn't go down. I'm we've got that out. a traditional. We've got two cans of Fat Yak Pale Ale, oh. one of my favourites. We're gonna we're gonna Let's share the two cans. Um, so oh, like? I quite like the um can. Oh yeah, it's very. It's a, it looks like, like a, a barrel. Yeah, it looks like a barrel with a nice green yak on it. Yep, I've just spilled half this on your carpet, so enjoy. Oh, that's right. I'm ripping it up this weekend. There you go. This, this oh. summer, that's how I'll pour this. Oh, oh, you know, yeah, you pour yours. I'll get a little bit of a head on it. It's a dark, darker. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it smells pretty good. No, it, it's a stronger. Well, it's a pale ale, so. I'm actually looking forward to drinking this. This is the first podcast in two weeks I haven't been slightly hungover still for, so. Not that. Because uh, we drink responsibly, but yeah, we I just have a weak stomach. Got drink responsibly, gamble responsibly. Go race a nice head. I think have safe sex also. What do, what do you think, boys? Yeah, I like it. Tastes good. Very uh, tasty. It is. It's a tasty. That that that's a thick. That's how good we are. Yeah, <laughs> I just like beer it. connoisseurs. It's a pale ale. Like beer. It's a pale ale. You ever had a pale ale before? That's what it tastes like. Get around it. Fruity. Okay. Strong. While we're tasting that, we might. Slobber, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robertson had, had twenty-five kicks on the weekend. Uh, Carlton got up against the horrible. Well, Sydney oh, Swans. Man. Last week we did say I laughed. I was like, if Sydney lose this game, wowie, yeah, boy, oh boy, boy, yep. boy, boy, boy. How about like? Oh, I was saying, bad. I was saying this before. I think everybody is still a little bit, bit in denial about how bad Sydney actually are. Well, because I, we're, I was am. saying at the end of that game, and the commentators were saying how they could still talking about yeah. in what ways the Sydney could still make the eight, and oh, I think that is an man. absurd suggestion. Oh, oh, they have to win 13 of their next 16. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're definitely a team that could win six or seven in a row. Well, they had, yeah, they've nah. had a fair <laughs> few players missing, and they sort of, so you got Heaney, Meany, Miney, Mo back, and you sort of thought, oh, okay, maybe now, you know, and they had, a, this was their sort of soft part of their fixture. Right, they're just they not clicking. Carlton and Brisbane yeah. and stuff, but yeah, they're, they're just not there. They're, a bit, they're slow, as I said, like five times a season. They're a bit slow. They've got nothing on the outside. Buddy, since we pumped him up, <laughs> the last oh. good thing he did this season was that five-minute patch yeah. against was it yeah. Richmond. He, or, 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 yeah, that was, was the again. week before we named the yeah. top, top That was that but, last good thing he's done this season. Like, it didn't help that he, he had uh, he had Buddy Franklin kryptonite Alex Silvani on him. I told you so, Alex uh, Silvani does a good job on him. That's his, no, that's, Silvani should have been playing. They should drop Silvani this week because no. that's all he can do. I love him. I think he's great. He is great, but... Yeah, two more weeks' time, he'll elbow someone or something. Yeah, I think I still think he's a solid. Defender. He's an MRP. Oh, he is. He gives great effort. Mm. Yeah, he does. His skills, are, everything about him is basically average, but he's quite strong. Mm, he's strong, effort. and he gives effort. Good effort. Which is um, right for Do we see the Gary Rowan hit? That was well, not hit. It was he pretty oh, much did it to himself. It was weird. He must. I don't know. But it must the way he landed like, wasn't good. I didn't see his head smash the ground that hard. I think it's something to do with like his, the way his neck. It was the yeah, it was the way. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something. It weird, was um. It looked pretty bad. Yeah, I thought he was in real, real trouble. It was good to hear that uh, he he was fine. He got away yeah, relatively must, unscathed. Must compressed his chocolates um, and injuries. Sammy Doherty had nine, oh, had nine oh, chocolates. Fantastic. He 159 dreams. He's put together a couple of good weeks. My in man, a row, Sam considering. Doherty. Top ten defender on my list. Yeah. You boys totally ignored him. Yeah, no, I would have liked Underrated to have put him. him. There. Well, yeah. I'd now, I want him to put. I want Sorry, him to mid-season a... buy and we redo our lists. Yeah, I, 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 the only reason I didn't put him in there, I wanted to put a couple more seasons, really establish himself. 
No, yeah. he's, he's done it. But he's I, done yeah, yeah, he's okay. the best player. Um, Matty Wright as well. Matty Wright is Mr. Consistency. I mean, you can Snake always relate. You can always rely on him in that forward line. I don't, I don't know how he kicks think, goals. He's I don't not think even. He didn't kick a goal the last two weeks. He's just so a little tacker. He, he flawed. What? He didn't kick a goal the last two weeks. Yeah, well, you know, everybody has their down periods, but <laughs> yeah. generally speaking, like the like oh, most of last season, uh, obviously he was, he was Carlton's was leading at Old Kicker last year with an astounding <laughs> five goals, yeah, like twenty two or something. Yeah. Or something yeah. like um, oh, but no, like no, he's, Jason Dunstall used to do that in a week. He's no, been like, a great pickup because he wasn't even playing for Adelaide when yeah. he was like a free you know, pickup basically. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's uh, injuries. Injuries. Silvani yeah. looked like he did his AC joint. Oh, snozzy. Um, yeah, didn't look good. He'll be alright. He's a tough operator. Uh, he'd have to be, yeah, because he he went off and then didn't play the rest of the game. But Weeder's yeah. um, got a cork thigh. Weeder, he's Mister Shaken. Apparently, up. Fisher did a hammy. Oh. I didn't see that. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Nah, either. he'll be out anyway. Young fella. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Weedering is literally every week off getting something worked on or. It's not a. It's not. He's a good got season. that Jamison feel. Yeah, about exactly him. like Michael Jamison. Every yeah, single game would up. get a hit, would get a hit and yeah, have to go off and not, get work let's done. Let's not and... compare him to fucking Jamison. Jamo. Michael hey, Jamison was, was all, one of was the he best defenders. One, oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the best defenders in his, in his heyday. Yeah, one season. One season. Also, Kate Simpson got six coaches votes as well. He was good. He that. Yeah, Keeps on keeping on. Yeah, he had a couple. He had a down patch at the start of the year, but he's coming back into it. I think he's done. I think he's going to retire mid-season. Mate, he's going to beat Craig Bradley. He's going to be I heard Craig a, uh, Bradley when he retires. West, a West Coast Eagles board member told me that uh, Patrick, Patrick <laughs> Cripps is signed. He's, he's coming over. Yep. Yeah. Kane Corns. Yeah. Kane Corns. Yep. All right. Uh, next game. Brisbane Lions. Wait, how does their song go? I you know what? That long. I don't you know, know. This is one of the tips I got wrong. Yeah, me too. I tipped Brisbane for some reason. I I had logic in my mind. Idiots. Robbie Gray had another good game. I thought he was only playing every second week well. Was it the Gabba? He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had a bit of a knee complaint, I think, so I think maybe he's getting over it. Charlie Dixon had a great game. Kane Corns called it his best game in his career. Fuck that guy. Does he have Twitter? Fucking tweet does, him. Yeah, yeah then we got stuck into him a bit. Yeah, stick it into him again. He's oh, oh we did, didn't we? Yeah, he's he did, a lead. Yeah. Great fireman career he's having too. Just because he wasn't <laughs> as good as his brother, that's what we're just <laughs> no, going to put Chadwick. it out as. Yeah. I don't even. Studley I don't even Corns. think Port Adelaide. I mean, Chad either. had a far better rig. Chad's like, middle name is Studley. <laughs> Studley was it really? Yeah. Fucking, he was a stud. <laughs> okay, he had so a rig and a half. On this game, do we have any chocolates, any injuries? Um, well, Charlie Dixon got the 10. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was a smashing. There's nothing really to analyse. No injuries. It was Chad, Wingard with, Chad Wingard with eight, and then the next was Paddy Ryan. Oh, everyone's talking. Oh, Chad Wingard, he's, he needs to be into the midfield. You know, he's a sensational midfield. The, the, Him going midfield allows Robbie that, to go he forward. Is, he is one of the people that like to suck his dick, like Cyril. Who is? Chad Wingard. Oh, they like oh the yeah. commentators, oh, yeah. They yeah. Love it's because he's got the it. same little tattoo as Cyril with little or little wings coming over his mm. shoulder. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, not everyone doesn't get that at all. That's unique. No. Okay. The uh, the we've done injuries, we've done chocolates. The next game. Oh. They didn't throw the it this team, week. They've got a very long theme song, North Melbourne. It has like a first bit and then a middle and then an end. And the end's the best bit. It's got another bit. Yeah, yeah they should just, they should just go. Yeah. Sing it one and all. They should just start with that. Join in. Oh. Nah, they like to go. Hats to hats and hands to hands. <laughs> so Slip it. Is it something like that? Yeah, and it's like a recreation sake. You know who's is short? The Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird line. That's a weird line in North Melbourne song. Just for recreation's sake to pass the time away. It's like they're not, it's not very competitive. It's a professional game. Yeah. So anyways, they got up over the Gold Coast Suns despite Gary Ablett going God mode. Awesome 
did. And just he, running absolutely he, right. he must have gone to hill something. He was the toughest rap to be around. Well known. Yeah, he's back into the football. Brownie, six goals. Oh, big bean pole, Benny, Benny Brown. Brown. He gets you know, best I, looking I, player in there. I really thought he was actually just going to be really shit when he first came on the scene. Mm. He doesn't look good. like a good Side footballer. Bob. Conventional. But no, yeah, oh, he, he is. He clung to Mark. <laughs> he's in the running for a future haircut of the week contender. Yeah, he is. But he's that great lead-up forward. Oh, he's, taste of, he's old school. His hands his hands look massive. I like when he has a shot for goal and he runs about 75 metres. Hmm. But he has a good straight line-up. Boom. Yeah, bang. Kicks it. So a great win Boom for them. The they dropped Andrew Swallow. I think Andrew Swallow's days are done at North Melbourne. Ah, uh, mate, Rhino, the North supporter, Justin North. absolutely hates Andrew Swallow <laughs> right now. Whenever he gets the ball, he says, "Who comes a turnover?" So you <laughs> are you are you saying he might go elsewhere, or do you think well, his I career might today be done? saying that he might go to Gold Coast? And it makes a bit of sense because I will tell you why. Probably needs a change. Yeah, the, it's not just that, but the reason he's doing so poorly this year at North is because North have a surplus of inside midfielders, which is the only thing he's good at. His outside skills are atrocious. All he's do, good at doing is winning the ball and tackling so if he goes to Gold Coast it would make sense because particularly if they can well his brother's there for one thing and if they keep Ablett it would allow Ablett to be a little bit more outside and not go in there and he could be that inside mid that tackles puts pressure on because the other guys they've got Rose is kind of a inside outside guy he can do either one Barlow is probably more of an inside but he gets out and makes space but I think with Swallow it, yeah. it, it, would, it would make sense I think he could fit in there so I reckon that's one of, that's one of Barlow's best Attributes, I think, is making space for himself because oh, he's not he's, the quickest. No, of, he's not. But of he's players, a, but he's always open. Yeah, he's got pretty good endurance. <laughs> he's yeah, good okay. at breaking the league. Yeah. He, oh, come on, mate. Two meter Peter. Two meter Peter. Did he do anything? You just like saying the name. No, he was centimeter perfect. He right, kicked chocolates, nice injuries. Uh, so Gary Ablett. Oh, Gary that. Ablett Jr. got the ten because really. I mean, come on, he, he only kicked one though. He racked it up. In a he losing, did. in a losing game. He did have something like eighteen clearances or something. Yeah. Yeah, he something was trying his hardest. Um, injuries, Matty Rosa, the old Eagles veteran, like Rosa. got a concussion, and Cade Collardashney. I don't know how, how that's Collar you say it like that. Yeah. Guy McKenna gave a great description of what I'm saying. It's like collar, jazz, Collo, knee. jazz, but then it's got a J at the end. Like, okay. Yeah, that's just a silent, silent J. But the other J isn't silent. All right, so we've done the chocolates. Any more chocolates you want to mention of there? Uh, um, Benny that? Brown got the eight, and Sean Higgins with six. Higgins is having a wonderful year. He is having a good year. Okay, the next game of the round was the big Western Derby. That was an absolute shitstorm. Well, I thought this game was going to be either really close or Frio were going to smash them. You you thought the Eagles would win, Colo, but... I, no, I tipped Frio. Did you? But I did say to Croft for the game, I'm really worried that West Coast might dominate because they, all the media you know talk what, about them and you everything. Know what I re- it really makes a difference. Like, the start of the game, mm. just like the first, first few minutes, I'm like... Fremantle went their forward 50. It was nice Holding and the knee. ball decision didn't get called. And then, yeah, and then I was like, if they kicked that, you know, first goal. It'd be different. Yeah, it's all it, I think I think the entire game would have been different. Yeah. But then the Eagles went down the end, could kick kicked a goal, straight away, kicked yeah. another one, yeah. and then it was like, uh, Frio's biggest problem was they just kept kicking it, bombing it into McGovern, which they sort of corrected later in the game, but the damage was... He was their best, Frio's he, best player. I thought right, yeah. Jeremy McGovern was Frio's it was, best player. <laughs> It was honestly watching it just seemed like such yeah. a lackluster game. The Yo Yo's job on Fife he did pretty well. Like early in the game, Fife was sort of playing a lone hand, but he really went out of it in the middle of the game. And I didn't really realize, but yeah, Yo basically tagged him, and he's probably one of the only guys that would match up with Fife pretty well because he's pretty strong. He's, he's similar athletically to him. Yeah, so he's I think probably that, um, an alright matchup, but that shows. I mean, because I've seen a lot of team being a uh, Carlton supporter, obviously, and Carlton were 
very good at it last year, the just bombing it into the forward line to mm. pretty much nothing, or maybe Levi Casbolt, if you're lucky. And I think that's a sign um, that it's it's hard to change uh, a game plan on the fly a little bit. And so you saw they kind of correct, Frio kind of corrected it as the game went on. But um, yeah. yeah, and I think it's probably a combination of pressure through the midfield the, and and movement up forward a lot of... Russ Lyon after the game identified and basically said, we knew there was a risk of it happening and they specifically mentioned it, but because they had a very young forward line, and they started Griffin Logue forward, Harley Ballack, and they had like McCarthy and Kirsten who aren't... Yeah, I mean, they're I both mean, young. But so they didn't have a lot of... Particularly Griffin Lowe didn't have the experience to know when the ball's coming in that you've got to get body on McGovern, even though yeah. he's a defender, because he will mark it. So it'd be a different story if they had, you know, Matty Pavlich or something down there. So I think it was... I mean, it, if you've it got an experience... It would have paid to give somebody... It would have yeah. paid. Yeah. Would have paid to give somebody a defensive forward role on him. Yeah, just well, say, just stick to him. Later in the make game, sure they sort of worked it out. And I, mean, I think when McCarthy was on him, he did better because McCarthy was just... He he knows a natural forward and he knows just to compete in the air and bring it to ground if you can't mark it. But they're still kind of just bombing when they don't really have a, a pack-marking forward line. They've got a lead and mark forward line like Kirsten and McCarthy. They can both take a hanger but they're not like a stand there and bullock with someone. They're more yeah. of a on the lead kind of yeah. mark. So they try and put it into space and then Jeremy McGovern just occupies that space and takes them up. Yeah, and the so. Eagles defenders were also really good at blocking out yeah. the Freo players from jumping so that McGovern had a clear run at it. Yeah. But that was basically what I thought. I, I don't think... Star performer. Um, Kennedy played well. Nah. No, it was a three-way It was everything. a three-way split in the I think number box. one was Kurt Mutema. <laughs> I just there's, liked his name. First a game. player called Kurt Mutimer. First game, yeah. Kurt Mutimer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, three, it was a three-way three way split in the chocolates. Uh, Josh Kennedy, Jeremy McGovern, and Elliot Yo. There you go. Um, who who shut down our mate? Schuster? Luke Shuey. Connor Blakely. Yeah, and Blake Mark himself. Eh? Connor Blakely, yeah. He, I think he was Freya's most high possession getter. Or maybe he, I think uh, Langers and Langham Neil. got past him, yeah. Yeah, he's played well lately. Connor Blakely in a bit of a tagging role. But I mean, he's coming name, back in a little bit. His name's hard, Connor. A soft tag. Connor. Yeah. They tag and then release it later on in the game. Connor. All anyway, right, we'll move along. Uh, was there any injuries from that one? Oh, I just missed it. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Fife got a fine. I don't think there was any injuries. No. Uh, oh, no. Um, Vardy. Yeah, Vardy hurt his elbow. But, but they reckon he today he's going to be all right. Yeah, he, he okay. came back and played. So That's good for them. Yeah, that did look like he really hurt. It didn't it did. bend backwards or anything, yeah. but he was in fucking agony. Okay, so. next game, Essendon, Melbourne. I said before this game, it's not an emotional enough for Essendon, so they won't win. Fair call. And that's what happened. Melbourne got up over them pretty easily by the looks of things. Yeah, they're up and down, aren't they, Essendon? Jack Watts, four goals. He's really coming into his own Jack Watts. The last couple of years he's developed. Last year he played kind of on the wing a bit. Now he's yeah, gone back yeah, to being a forward. I think if Jack Watts, and he's getting he there. went into like... Hawthorne when oh, he got drafted, I he would have been, been just like Gunston, probably. Yeah, yeah I reckon he would have been really like. But Maybe he, he just, Gunston's been pretty good, but he would that that type of forward. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he just got smashed because he was, he was a yeah. shit team, yeah. and because he can't carry draft, it They wanted a savior. Yeah, and it's just not. Gonna yeah, happen, but so. he's, he's come on now. Now the team's getting better at showing. Like you can see why he was rated highly because mm, he is doing well. He, he was in the top ten all time for twenty meter sprint times, so he's got really good acceleration which is great for obviously leading forward. And he's a good kick of the footy. So he's coming on now and it's, I'm happy for him to be playing well. Um, um, who got the chocolates this game? Michael Hurley. Michael oh, Hurley. Hurley. Really? really? Michael, My man, top yeah. 10 defender. Um, Michael Hurley got six. Clayton Oliver got... Sorry, not top 
Clayton Oliver got six, and Petrarca Jack Watts. Four goals. Jack Watts got six. Well, Petrarca had eleven possessions and kicked four goals. What was my man, um, Ferret Merritt? What was his disposal effectiveness this week? No, let's have a look. He had thirty-two. Know. He always acts up thirty. Good work, mate. And he went at sixty-two percent, which is well below higher. average. Ten yeah. percent higher than last week. Yeah, though. you need to be seventy-five. <laughs> Still not above. great. No, that's, it's not. That's terrific. So but Sammy Doherty how had how many contested? Sammy Doherty had 39 possessions at 87%. Yeah, but he's, eight yeah, contested, but he's, he's kicking out. He has total free possession. He's not just like eight, snapping them out. Eight contested, which is poor. Yeah, he should have a bit it's better effectiveness. Let's have a look. Brendan Goddard had 31 possessions. He went at 74% efficiency and had 13 contested. So BJ's blown him off the park. Just just quietly here, Clayton Oliver is second, second in the coaches' votes at the moment. Clayton Oliver, you want to know what he had? 33 touches. 87% efficiency. Yeah. 11 contested. Oh, yeah, but he had 25 handballs. I'm sorry, how hard is it to handball to someone? Well, maybe well, I can't, Ferret Merritt should look into doing it. Maybe he should. Maybe he should change 23 to, to 9. It should be 9-23. Yeah, he's just but better yeah, than 10 is, over, uh, isn't it? Clayton Oliver is doing quite well for a young for a young lad. Clayton. You is it second you know season? Like in second? Melbourne? Who's the speed yeah. demon in Melbourne? What's his name? Oh, Jaden Hunt. Yeah, I like Jaden Hunt. Hunt. With he's the still, headband. Was yeah. rocking the headband this he's week. He's fast. He's a speedy. He had to get permission to wear that headband. You serious? They had to go to the AFL house to decide if it was okay. You should have to wear whatever you want. I know. Well, maybe not. Well, yeah. Uh, what? Within well, not like a racist thing. Not like a swastika. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like some, like, you know, like the wristbands you wear, like, we're not allowed to wear at basketball and stuff because you can get your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but a headband. Yeah. yeah. Like your top hat would probably be impractical. <laughs> yeah, or a monocle. But they yeah. don't ask for, um, like, you're allowed to wear a headband. Are there any they injuries? Don't ask for shoes. Were there any right. injuries? Um, injuries. Nice oh, pause. You're onto it today, mate. I am. Brownie with an ankle. Essendon. Okay. That was it. Don't know how bad it was. Next game, Geelong. Well, we've got the injury tab that we'll look at later on, which will give us some info. Geelong, Collingwood. Now, this is an interesting game. I tipped the, the Collingwood Wobbles. Who'd you tip? Yeah. I tipped Geelong. I, tipped, I tipped Geelong. No. Which was a logical Disappointing. Tip. But Collingwood Wobbles going to be two in a row. Big yeah. Carlton next week. And you week. know what? Sucked in Robbo. Robbo was tip. bagging out Nathan Buckley during the week. Even though we kind of agreed that he's probably days were numbered we a little did, bit, but fuck but you, you know Robbo, what? just to give it to Robbo. Cop that, Robbo. You Cop better it, better unfollow Nathan Buckley on stop Twitter. Dr- stop drinking, <laughs> stop drinking, Robbo. He's smashing you, oh, mate. Yeah. So oh, great win, Hollywood. Scott Pendlebury was just heroic in this game. He was. He was. Yeah, Scott Pendlebury here has got some monster pipes on him. I reckon his rig is, goes unnoticed. But he kicked a goal and, and flexed. I don't even see the highlight for it, mate. He's not as good as Peter Burgoyne. He is. Whipped city. You know, you know who the, the ultimate rig goes to? No, Dale Thomas. No, <laughs> <laughs> fair call. Um, Quinton Lynch. Oh, uh, he was a monster. Oh, Jack Darling. Mad Jack Dor. Oh, Dory. Yeah, yeah okay. Is, but Jack Darling is, is a. Rig. Right, are there any injuries in chocolates? All right, the chocolates. Scotty Pendlebury, obviously with a ten. Yeah, yeah, Pendles is yeah, amazing. Best, Shock horror. The best uh, did you guys watch this game? Do we have any? Uh, I watched a bit of about it, it, but I just watched the injury of the game. Parfit, where oh, he did his hammy. Brian Taylor? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian Taylor <laughs> over the top of Bruce McAvaney. Parfit's done his hamstring. He's done his hamstring. He could tell he's the only cat that could get there. He's done the stream. <laughs> it was just going was, off his nut. It I'm was listening amazing. to it now. It was so good. Yeah. Um, I hate how people bag out BT. I reckon he's great. But he he's didn't. My he didn't, he apparently it's been an eight-week injury, but he didn't rip it off the bone or anything, okay. so it's no surgery. No, they did look like that though. Um, Taylor Adams had eight. Perfect. Yeah. Levi Greenwood with five. 
Yeah, Greenwood did a good job tagging. So would it, so was it so would Selwood, yeah, yeah. so would he shut him down? I mean, is it? I, just good. Geelong rallied late, and they look like they might be able to oh, do what they do. That was yeah. But Collingwood just held on, and they were really efficient going. Forward. Is it still? Darcy Moore had a good game. Is it still fair to say if you tag out Dangerfield and Selwood that you beat Geelong? Well, probably if you stop them. Because they're, I mean, they're just they the ones that get them going. It's very rare. You still don't have many taggers these days. It, no, it's don't. very hard to tag two players in the yeah. midfield because then you've got two then guys that are out of your yeah. zone that are chasing them around. Yeah. So it's hard. you got to, yeah. Because, I mean, I thought that Geelong were making good strides in getting away from Dangerfield and Selwood and not having to yeah. rely on them so much. And it seems... Like I think you're better off tagging that Selwood. Game. Because I think he's a little bit... I think you can tag him out. I think it's harder to tag Dangerfield out because he can break away. And he's so fast. From yeah. the pack and mm. he gets it inside. Whereas Selwood, I think you could tag out a bit more because he doesn't break away as much. Yeah, yeah I think Dangerfield is pretty on, hard to tag. Focus on not letting really him duck. Fast. Yeah. yeah. All right, last game of the round. And it was a top of the table sort of clash. Adelaide's come out and absolutely poleaxed Richmond. Who, yeah. Richmond started well and then just got run over. I saw, I saw this. I kind of saw this coming. I thought Adelaide. Adelaide I thought Adelaide were going to smash them. Yeah, pretty much know. most people saw. Yeah, it. Well, it was in surprised. Adelaide as well. I think yeah. it was at the MCG. Richmond would have had a bit of a chance, but Adelaide's forward line is just so good, it and is. Richmond's basically just got Rancy back there. Yeah. So Adelaide, who's, Adelaide who's have to be premiership not a favourite defender. Yeah. Richmond's basically just running on. They've got really good midfield and their forward line's functioning pretty well. Their ball movement's been good, but did Adam's Adelaide's man get the chocolates? Good. Rory Sloan. Yeah, Sloan. Yeah. He had a great game. He's got nine. Is he top of the um, AFL Coaches Association? No. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. Sorry. Yeah. Sloan. By a fair margin, by 11, by 11 votes, he is. 33 touches and three goals for Sloaney. So oh, a good win for the get your, bra- get your Brownlow bets on right now. I gamble yeah, responsibly. I think but, yeah. he's probably favourite, so it's probably not oh, worth it. Sammy Jacobs had seven. As well, you know right. what? That, that's a, that, that's a cook gamble responsibly. Why is that? It doesn't make fucking sense. You can't gamble responsibly. Well, well, it's not a responsible habit, really. Yeah, just yeah, I know. Gamble, means like, I, know spend I think that's what it means. It means don't gamble your house. Like, yeah, well, just like if you got some yeah. sparing, maybe just put a sneaky on. bet maybe. on. Yeah, it's don't, don't sacrifice stupid. paying the rent. Nah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our votes for the round. Say hello to my new friend. You're going first. I just decided. All right. All right. Well, lucky I'm prepared. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I don't have the fucking votes up. All right. So I gave the uh, one to big man Charlie Dixon. Yeah. I gave the two to our mate Sammy Doherty. Oh, Doherty. Three to Gary Ablett Jr. Yeah. Gablett. Four to Rory Sloan. No, oh, he's got to be number one. Or Rory Spokane, as my phone has uh, <laughs> auto-corrected it to. And uh, five to Pendleton. Or as my phone is also in uh, auto-corrected, Scott Pendlebury too. Ah, <laughs> Scott Pendleton. Pendles. Great work with Pendles. All right, I'll do mine now as I just... So I'm listening to you, so I'm just copying. All right, so I have gone slightly different to you. Uh, one to Doherty, because he played very well. Mm-hmm. Two to Gary Ablett. Got a hot uh, miss as well. He lost, so in my mind that knocks you down a few pegs. Even though you could play great, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to give him the his five, team's still lost. So but... you know, influence wise, three. I've gone Jeremy McGovern. I don't care what the coaches' votes say, even though he was equal top. Oh, yeah, he no. was yeah. clearly the most influential player in that game, and I think if you took think him he out of got, it, I think he should have got the medal. I think Freo would have won if he wasn't there. I'm going to go ahead and say that the game would have been totally different because they were doing all right early and they just kept kicking to him. Four, Rory Sloan. Uh, we, we've spoken about him and five to Pendlebury as I already said he was he was huge in that game he ran himself into the ground so five to Pendles Dicko are you ready yet mate? 
I am ready. I will go with one to the McGovernator. Mm -hmm. um, then I'll go two. Yeah, we're going two to five. Two to Gary Abbott. I'm with you. Yeah. You don't win the game. You don't get the chocolates. <laughs> um, three. He got the chocolates. He got ten of them. Three to haircut of the week, Jack Stephen. No. Oh, out of nowhere. I'll go to two to Pendles. Four to Pendles. Yeah. Four to Pendles. Oh, sorry. Four. Fuck. Four to Pendles, and then I'll give the chocolates to the Sloane. Sloney. Sloane. Sloane. Uh, just a All right. Well, there you go. That's that. The and snail. I'm going to call him the snail from now on. Now, so we've Pendle, Pendles has got it's some boats slow. there. And that will segue beautifully into our next segment, which is top 10. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. And this week we're doing Collingwood players. Collingwood. So remember now when we're doing our teams, we're doing it from year 2000 and onward because that is our peak football viewing years and we don't want to be just rattling off names. We Peter, don't want Peter to be, Matera. We don't want to be picking you know. Tony Shaw and scumbags <laughs> like that. But if I... <laughs> You know, <laughs> we want to go people we know people in the and you know what I it really annoys me I watched the footy show this week because I was in the house with Mo Foxtel and Sam Newman is a big hater of the modern game and always talks up the glory that it used to be so much better you know I cannot stand to watch one of the old games on Fox footy no, they just get the ball yeah, and kick it long down the line <laughs> to a pack Get it, and he's like there's no more pack marks anymore excuse me mate have you met Jeremy Howe he takes four of them every week there's hangers <laughs> for days he's a freak it is ridiculous. Freak. Back in the day, all they did was just get it, kick it, get it, kick it. They kicked more goals, yeah, because the defense was horrible when half the players were fat. Okay, totally so all they did game. was just bomb the ball. Oh, it was shit. Oh, I can't shit. stand watching old no. games from the eighties. Not, I understand like late nineties and stuff was good. Yeah, there was a lot right. of characters and stars, but they were still starting to get a bit fitter. But I think now the skills are a lot better. The only thing that's not improved is shots for goal. But because the players are exhausted because they're running and the defense and everything. But I think the spectacle, the game, Pressure. yeah, it's good. Sometimes it's not a high scoring. But I disagree that a high-scoring game is a good game. I think a close game is a good game. And a contested um, game can be exciting too. Physicality is part of it. There was, Sammy, there was a long... Sammy Newman... Oh, no, well, I'll, I'll cover it. I'll cover it a bit mm. later, I think, yeah. Okay. We'll move it. So now we'll do our top 10 Collingwood players. Okay. Uh, do you want me to go first this time? You go first, I'll go second. Okay, I'll go last. first. So from 10 to 1, 1 being the best, 10 being the 10th. So 10... This guy hasn't been there as long as some of these other guys. He's still playing today. But I had him in my top 10 midfielders and I rate him because he goes left and right foot and he kicks goals. And that's Steel Sidebottom. Also, wonderful name. Moving on, number nine. This man used to snap goals from everywhere. Alan Didak, left footer. Righty. He was a superstar. Number eight. Great off field as well. Rig City Dale Thomas. Oh, His best years were at Collingwood. Eight. Oh, I'm impressed. I you think got he him was in there. there. I think he's like, in no there, Dale Thomas. He was a huge... They wouldn't have won the flag the year they did without him. So Even though I know I said he was, his career uh, was, was, bit, was overrated a bit, but he was supreme in that time. Okay. Seven, Paul Lecuria. He was a workhorse. Didn't have the best skills, but he's Mick Moldhouse's favourite player, so he must have been all right. Pretty good under the desk. Um, no, he was not. No, Dale Thomas was Mick Moldhouse's favourite. No, Paul Lecuria. No, he, he always got the kick to kick. Yeah. Uh, before the game number six I've got the <laughs> big man the big big man Anthony Rocker number six he yeah. was a good player could Monster. have maybe been higher but I mean I don't think he had a stellar career but in that period of time for Collingwood he was a pretty good player monster Be probably before they had their peak time was he he wasn't as good as Sav well, Sav didn't play that much for Collingwood so yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no no I'm saying I'm just saying in terms of career maybe player. not yeah uh, five I've got Travis Cloak 
the now outcast son, but he was really good for them in their in their good era, where their premiership era. He was great during all that time, led the league for contested marks a lot of that time. Four, Scotty Burns is a solid player. Burnsy. The only thing I remember about Scotty Burns is that time where he tried to clean up Michael Voss and then Michael the Lions kicked the goal and Vossy got up and got into him. But he was a good player. No one likes Voss. Three Brownlow medalists, Dane Swan, superstar, on and off the field. Good call. Getting himself suspended so he could go on ski trips. He's a legend, Swanee. Love his work. Uh, he is he's loose. Illicit drug taker. Uh two, Scott Pendlebury. He's a he's a gun. And number one, Nathan Buckley. He's, he's the coach now. He was the captain. Don't know he's good a coach, but he he was a, a star, mate. Did you have you ever watched he any games of him live? I watched star. him play against St Kilda in 06, and he was fucking elite. Yeah, I haven't seen him in person. Both feet. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, no, I've seen him on TV oh, when he played. Both feet. He is elite. Oh. Like it was actually he nearly won. I think no, I think St Kilda. He won one of the best kicks but he ne- oh, ever. Yeah, absolute superstar. Okay, me, not uh, quite a bit different. Um. Just because I put him in there because he was the best dream team pick of the week every week, hands down, Presty. Presty Giacomo, absolute superstar. He used to get about 10 dream team votes a week. Um, I put in Tarkin Lockyer just because I thought he was good. Number nine. Number eight. I mean, I, Dale Thomas, no, I put Heath Shaw. Yeah, yeah Heath Shaw's on my... I'll, I'll, at the end, when you guys are on yours, I'll rattle off my... Yeah. Unlucky to miss, guys. I thought Shorey was a superstar. Then I've got Saidi Batom, number seven. Scotty Burns, number six. Number five, the old faithful Travis Cloak. Cloakey. Um, yeah, I could have swapped him around, but I did put Anthony Rocker as number four because I just thought he was... Rock, stock and two smoking He barrels. could be a bit lower, but irrelevant. Top three, I've got these. I've got Pendles, number three. Swanee, number two. Ooh. Brownlow medalist, ran amok. He was just... Maybe he was a gun. When, when you can do what you want to do, yeah. um, legend. And number one, I don't really like him, but Nathan Buckley. Dylan, he, Buck- Dylan Buckley's dad. <laughs> he had a rig. Oh, yeah. No. He I had, he's still got a rig. Oh, I'll get a photo up. Go, you go on, I'll get a photo <laughs> Yeah, for up. all the listeners he to had, see. <laughs> oh, I'll link, right, I'll link, get, link it to it on the uh, now, Twitter. Well. All right, uh, number 10. We'll put it on the Twitter, yeah, we will. Tarkin Lockyer. Tarkin. Mm. Uh, number nine, Dale Thomas. Number eight, the pipes, Chris Tarrant. Oh yeah, Chris Tarrant, he was a rig. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Travis Cloak. Yeah, good work. Number six, Scott Burns. Yeah, Burns. Number five, Heath Shaw. Had him a bit higher. Right. Bit higher than you guys. But good. I rate him. It might be a little bit of watching him play at GWS as well, but. Yeah, I know that's not relevant, but that probably yeah. influences. That's no, still what he played good. like. He just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number four, Anthony Rocker. Mm-hmm. Number three, Scott Pendlebury. Number two, Dane Swan. Same top three as DK. Yeah, I, I don't know. You could alternate them, but... No, you can't alternate this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and number one, Nathan Buckley. Yeah, and okay. everyone should just look up Nathan Buckley topless and Google we'll, images. We'll put it on the Twitter. We'll put it on the Twitter. Like, All right, so there's oh. a few unlucky to miss out. I had a little bit, so... Uh, Dico had Presty, like yeah, but yeah, Leon, Leon Davis, he was yeah. a good player in that period of time. Benny Johnson, Shane O'Bree, James Clement was the best and fairest winner. Nick Maxwell was premiership captain, but I just don't like him. Just yeah, like I just him. can't get yeah, just don't. Hey, uh, he's sure. Heridia Lamumba, he was a good player during that time. He was good. Harry and, O'Brien. Uh, a recent one, yeah. Tyson, yeah Harry Tyson, O'Brien. Tyson Formally. Sack, yeah. It's pretty good. Gold State's good. See, that is a picture of Swanee just... Just throwing it up, putting the shakas up. Some titties. All right, now we'll move on to the number one segment in AFL media. This is it. Yeah, now look. Everyone get on it. 
Okay. First one. We're going to like this one. Mm, hear the crinkle of the paper okay. going on. I'm excited. Kane Corns is the worst media personality <laughs> around. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, he's close. I, I can't know anyone. I know there's other ones that are shit, but he goes. <laughs> he is right up there. Um, yes. It's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a look. There. It's a look for me. I was going to mention this when we we're talking about the Frio West Coast game, but Dermot fucking Burton. Uh, oh, did you yeah. say Burton? Burton, Burton, <laughs> Burton. He made that. He made that game infinitely but less. less Dermy's commentary I is hate painful. It. I, His commentary is painful, but at least he doesn't make outlandish, baseless statements. No, no he I just, I he think, just commentates the game poorly. I think he still makes stupid statements. Though. Yeah, but he doesn't say that this person's going to go here and do the like. Tony Short. Tony Short. Yep. He's fucking shit. There's Mark a few bad Rusciuto, ones. Mark Rusciuto. Oh. Uh, hey, boys. It's uh, good to be here at Adelaide Oval. It's been a good day. I, I, I hate a lot of commentators that spout shit. I just like them to commentate the game. But that's exactly no, what Dermot Burton does. Dermot Burton commentates the game, but he commentates every single injury. He like, overanalyzed. He's like, oh, he's, yeah, I, don't, he, I don't like the analyzing. What, now, like, now, what he did there was he dropped the ball in a downward mm, motion mm. onto his boot and it spiraled through the air backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and then it that's landed in another player's <sighs> hand. I just like how he says, oh, good boy. That's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I like when they're commentating and they're just commentating the game of what's going on. You like a bit Instead of witty of, banter and back. You no, know, banter's forth, good. Huh? Yeah, but I'm saying when they're just fucking putting down a player or I'll saying like, like Richard, oh, he's like Richard and BT and Das all together. The boys. Just... I used to like it when BT used to rile Richo up. I mean, it doesn't happen as much. No. Anyway, Richo's <laughs> theory about the goalposts. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll move on from that. But yeah, I'm going to say probably look. He's he's up there. Like, yeah, he's definitely. I mean, he's only like, just been on the scene. We don't like. He's only just yeah, on he's the new. He's building. He's, he's building. got. Well, I was going to give him like Robbo. I was going to give. I was going to give Cornsey a cook a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to wait because I reckon he's going to give me some more. Oh, you have some more. He's going to give me some more material. Yeah. So. All right, we'll move on. We'll ra- rack them up, list them up. Oh, this is a big one. Old Premiership Hawks. So, Hodgy, Gibbo, uh, Burgoyne. Uh, I think there's some more that I can't think of off the top of my head. Like should retire now. mid-season. Nah. I saw uh, someone said it. I thought they were like, someone said uh, Gibbo should give it away. Nah. He should stop playing now. But if they're still... No. You think no? It's a straight no. up no for me. You've, the amount of times they count a player out, yeah, you, uh, you give them time. I know. Gibbo, ra- Gibbo is second half, Gibbo's second half of goals. the season can be out of this world. You never know. Yeah. No, you've got to have those experienced people in there anyway. Because say if they did want to rebuild, you want the experienced leaders I, to I, I say coach no, the oldest. Only because I think Gibbo might sorry. well and truly be done. Hodgie's still been playing well most of the season and Burgoyne's all right. I think I, I would say no just because like you never know what kind of injuries. You don't, I think retiring mid-season is stupid unless you've got a season-ending injury. I think you may as well just at least stay on list to the end of the year because you never know if there's an injury or something like that, they might need you to play. And you can give leadership and still, you know, be a part of it, even if you're not getting picked. Maybe they don't get picked. But no, right, third one, Rory Sloan will win the Brownlow this year. I'm saying yeah, no, yeah. yep, I'm on him. I can't see Adelaide are going to win the most games. Sloan is their star, their only standout midfielder, really. Like, that really is obviously. So they've got a, good, a lot of good midfielders. And the yeah, Brownlow is really think, a midfielder. He's a, it's a midfielder's but... award. Eddie Betts and Tex Walker are, are going to get now. ones and twos. He will win it if he gets a perm and stands out more. <laughs> He's going to win. He's okay. going to win. I mean, Dangerfield's still going to get a fair few votes because the way he plays. There's still a lot of games. I mean, some people get... Martin, Martin Clayton, Clayton Oliver well. is going to be a smoky considering the way he's Depends going. Depends how many games they win because he's not... I don't think he's as noticeable 
playing. Well, he seems to be. I it mean, really second in the second in the coaches. Coaches votes is, is totally different. I know. I know it's totally different. But he seems like that kind of player. Like he's he's very noticeable. Yeah, he he's that he's that junk but kind of player. Did he get votes last year? Because we know in the Brownlow, you've got to have two good years basically to win. Because you have to get noticed by the umpires first. I'm not saying to win. I'm just then, saying yeah, he'll he'll poll well soon. But Martin's probably the one to beat at the moment. But if Richmond drop off a little bit, which they might, uh, we'll see a bit of a, a step up. I think Sloney could be the man. Uh, Jeremy McGovern is West Coast's most important player. Jiduk. That's He's no. gone with the Indonesian. Who is the most important player then um, at West Coast? Kennedy. Okay. Cool. I don't think Kennedy is because I think if they play well enough, Nah. What? You could get Darling and Lacroix and kick goals. Nah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on Darling, goals. but yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't think um, you can. I, I'm going to go look. I think he's good. I think Only he's because important. I can't say yes to that. Hmm. It's hard to say one player is... like Because I would have thought like Nick Natanui would have had a lot more of an impact on them and they seem to be coping. Okay, they haven't been yeah. lighting the world on fire or anything, but they seem to be coping with his absence quite well. <laughs> so I think it, if somebody drops out of the team, I think that's what you've got to be able to do now. As an AFL club, you've got to be able to cover a player like that. You shouldn't heavily rely on them. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, yeah, but I think it's close. I think uh, Darling, like you said, and I think Pritis and Mitchell are important. I think I, I'd probably have, not Darling, sorry, Kennedy. McGovern, <laughs> McGovern, Kennedy, and Shuey, I think, are their three most important. I think generally if, in games when Shuey hasn't played well, they've struggled sometimes, even though they won the derby or he got tagged. When Kennedy hasn't played well, they can still... Because the thing is about Kennedy is he can not play well and still kick like three goals. But McGovern, I think if you take him out of their team, I think it greatly affects their defensive setup and their rebound and everything. He's, I just think he's super influential on their game. And he's like, how many defenders do you have to actually plan around yeah. them? Like, we can't kick it too long because he's going to mark it if we do. There's not many like that. So I think he's, he's one of the three most important at West Coast. Uh, Toby Green needs to change his ways. Yeah, you hear the umpire saying to him, "We've been watching you, Toby, and <laughs> I love it. Keep doing it, mate. Keep punching people." I think he needs to calm down a little bit. And yeah, I think. I think he. Bitch. He seems like a little bit. Benny. Yeah, that just hey, that man. kind of just that kind of person. He just has those brain fades yeah. and does stupid. He needs things, to still like you know be be intense, be aggressive. And edge, yeah, but do it right. Don't do the um, stupid stuff because you're gonna I don't, get suspended a lot. I don't know if I really like the umpires. I like to like watch the, it we, we've been watching you and you've been. Yeah, I don't like that. Like if he does something wrong, he does something wrong. Well, get was... him the first time. Don't go. Ah, oh, you've had a couple. We're watching you. Like I don't, it shouldn't stack up like that. You should base every incident on its like individually yeah, on, on its, its merits. merits. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to it and apparently he knows the GWS players a lot because they went down to training pre-season and yeah. trained them and stuff. So, but. All right, last yeah. one. Richmond can't win the flag. So they got exposed this weekend of being, I think, probably showing that they're not quite there with the top. I, mean, I think GWS allied top two, and they're not quite in their level. I'm just wondering. I'm, I, I will say, nah, because I think they can. I mean, anyone yeah, can. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's likely. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll have to say look, because I like in the same regard. But I, I, have a, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that even though, like, they're winning more games that those little mental issues and inconsistencies that they've had over the past what five years or whatever are still still might be there a little bit and they yeah. might not be able to get up for those games that they should 
that they need to win? I was thinking, yeah, before, and I'm going to say nah, because I think the other three teams that could win it are West Coast, GWS, and Adelaide, and you've got to win at the it's at the MCG, the grand final. So I think that gives them a, a chance. If Adelaide yeah. and GWS don't play in the grand final this year, I think it's going to be a shock. Uh, the, the Bulldogs are a chance as well, but I think they're a little bit off. The pace yeah, they haven't been. They like since the start of the season, the Bulldogs haven't convinced me totally. Yeah, thank you. So, so predicted it. I mean, they're still going to make the top. They're eight, still gonna, yeah, you had them out of the eight. I yeah. still think they'll make the eight. Okay, okay that's boys. all for yeah. Now look, now we're going to do our tips for round tippers of the week. seven. Okay, let's get this up. Let's get the tips up. Let's have a look who we're playing. Who's on? Oh, Friday I'll get my night. ESPN. Saint I'll get, Kilda. I'll actually do the tips on the ESPN. I can tell you the um Saint Kilda and Greater Western Sydney. Do we have the... Um, it's at Etihad Stadium, which St. Kilda play well. What Sorry, do you guys think? I'm going to tip GWS, but I think it'll be close. Yeah, so GWS playing uh, Etihad. I will tip St. Kilda. St. Bye. Kilda's coming back from Tasmania. I'm going to go GWS. It's a short break because they're going to a Friday night now. So GWS is going Friday to Friday, so a seven-day break versus a what six-day break and travel. by... Okay. GWS. Okay, St. Kilda for me by 24. Three. Uh, Three. North Melbourne <laughs> and Adelaide at Bluntstone Arena, which I believe is Tasmania. You know what? North Melbourne. <sighs> no, I think you're off your head. Adelaide. I am, but I just think... Coming hot off seven, he's going to get two this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only way I'm going to do actually catch up is to fucking dominate. Yeah. I mean, North Melbourne yeah. do have some... They've got Robbie Tarrant and Thompson, so they've got some all right key position defenders. No, I'm going to say I'm going to say match Adelaide. Adelaide. It's going. I think Adelaide. Yeah. I I don't think it'll be a smart and thirty points around there. Carlton and Collingwood. I at the MCG. The Collywobbles. Yeah. After last week, you have to go Collingwood. I think. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah, I think Collingwood. I think their midfield's going to just probably be a little bit too much. They got a bit much depth for Carlton and the youngsters. Port and West Coast to Adelaide Oval. This is a big one because of the old, you know, flat track bullies. Well, apparently they didn't apparently, silence any critics by winning West at Coast Subiaco. Play really, really well at Adelaide Oval. I think West Coast have a few yeah. injuries. A few people who might be a little bit sore going in. I think Port's going to give it to them. I think, and Port have had two smashings the last yeah. couple of weeks. I reckon West Coast will be feeling good about themselves after last week. Even yeah, Port I will tip the West Coast Eagles. Interesting. You're going to get zero. This I'm going to go Port Adelaide. <laughs> Port Adelaide for me. Uh, Gold Coast and Geelong at Metricon Stadium. Geelong. You have to have to fight back, don't I think they? Gary Ablett's going to put in a nice audition. Yeah. But I think Geelong. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to go Geelong. Okay, I'll go Gold Coast. <laughs> you are getting zero. <laughs> are you trying to get zero? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, okay. No, I tip Collingwood. Western Bulldogs and Richmond at Etihad uh, Stadium. Richmond. Bulldogs this is a hard Bulldogs one. Dollar thirty-two is... favorite Bulldogs. So if you guys tip Richmond, you're just as fucking giving me shit for picking gold. I'm Coast. tipping Richmond. Fucking are you trying to get zero? Yeah. No. Richmond lost one game this season, and it was the most recent one, which means they. And it was against probably the premiership favorites at this point. He's trying. Yeah, to I'm going to go Richmond. Who's going to play on Jack Rewald? No one. Mancurvis is suspended. They don't have a ruckman. That's Richmond. You know though. what? This next game. So that's interesting. This this next game. Hmm? Sunday, Sydney, Brisbane. Wow! Oh, jeez! Clash, clash of the Titans. To Sydney again. You know what? This, I know it's at the SCG, but this, oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. No, they have, they have to win one. They I'm fucking have to eventually. Oh, they have. They, they cannot. Cannot. They'll beat Brisbane. I think Sydney. Oh, I mean, everyone thought they'd beat Carlton. 
They were they were paying a dollar fifteen. Yeah, but I, I would more I would have more thought Carlton had a chance than Brisbane. You know what? At no SCG. At SCG. You know what? Um, Brisbane then. You know what really struck me about the Carlton Sydney game was that I thought if Carlton were going to win, it'd be a scrap and they'd win by a couple of points. But Carlton really, like I mean, it was back and forth. But after half time, they seemed to really control that game for the majority, like for the rest of the half. So it was because Sydney is slow and young players run and they have speed because they're young. Mm. So we can't handle it. So I, I think Sydney will beat Brisbane. <sighs> yeah, no they are going to go Sydney, no doubt. Uh, Melbourne and Hawthorne. Melbourne. Yeah. Is that the MCG? Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. Uh, What's-his-face is back. Jordan Lewis against his old mob. Louis. Yeah, that's good. He seems like somebody would play well against his old mob. Yeah. Oh, he'll be angry. He'll, he'll um, smash cunts. He's going to smash Hodgie right in the face. <laughs> Frio <laughs> versus Essendon over here. Fremantle for me. I think Essendon, there's no emotion in this. Mm, yeah, I mean, I... Is it really... No, I would tip Freeman. I'm just trying to think maybe I think it's some close. upset, maybe. No. I think it's close. I don't think it is. Yeah, um, I mean, Freeman were really shit last week. They were. They, they weren't really. No, they All were they shit. did was kick to McGovern, but in the general play, they outplayed West Coast the next three quarters. But fucking this guy has the positives, man. They got fucking smashed, mate. Um, um, I'm gonna go. They outscored them. I'm gonna go Frio just based on that domain. Yeah, Frio it's tough. Now. I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Essendon won. I don't think it'll even be close. <laughs> this can't. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Okay. I'll make a bet with you. I hope, I hope, you, I hope you, Fremantle, do smash it. They will. All right, that's the tips for the round. Submit tips. Uh, oh, no, I didn't pick B or Sada. <laughs> now we've got Crofts Cook. Here's your cook and a something up. No, a very, very relaxed intro to the cook. No. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start off. I'm going to give... Well, we were bagging out Sammy Newman before, but I had <laughs> I, this... I like Sam Newman, though, but... I well, he had some. He had, well, he's got very. I just think he's wrong about the current. Yeah, he's got very controversial view views on the game, but some of them are right and some of them oh, are wrong. And last week he had a bit of a. He he went and agreed with me. My last cook, last cook was about that ridiculous call that uh, the umpires made. Mm. The knees in the back and Sammy Newman. I didn't think anybody would bring it up. I thought it'd get swept under the rug, but Sammy Newman. He gets a mention because that's why I like him. He brought it up. He brought up a few other horrible free kicks that are going around and said the umpires have to pull their head in and I reckon they're right. But my cook is going to go on Damo. Uh, Our mate. I think purple. We like him, but sometimes he says some outrageous things. Well, we don't like him. He just didn't unfollow us for criticising him. So Yeah, well, that's why we, we like him. like him more than Robbo. Actually, let's face it. Yeah, I don't really like him that much. But, <laughs> yeah, he said something fucking ridiculous and he was bagging out teams for over-celebrating, he reckons, for cele- well, not even over just celebrating in general a win during the home and away season. And I think with how hard it is to get a win in the regular mm. season for some It was North Melbourne teams, as well. Yeah. And, they've, yeah lost well, every, they've lost like 10 games in oh, a row. I know. Yeah. Give them, they always always throwing they find, them. Yeah. And they've been close every time. Of course, you finally get yeah. over I mean, you, I, I hate when like, you sometimes see it when Hawthorne winning all the time or when the team's winning all the time, they go into the rooms and like sing and they're just like... No gusto. Yeah, yeah, just nothing. I'm like, for the fans. And you know... Get up. Yeah. And get amongst it. It frustrates me that blokes like Damo and Hutchie, fucking Hutchie, get jobs in Mr. the media Charisma. and Damo are, able, are able to be journalists at a, the professional level of this game and they say some outrageous things. Hutchie said 
that 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 Tom Hawkins's mark last week, the same one we were talking about, oh. was an unrealistic attempt. Now, so for he, fuck's he went sake, early, <laughs> for fuck's sake, he got his hands on the ball. As long as his hands touch the ball, yeah, that isn't unrealistic. Well, Sam Newman retorted exactly exactly that. So. Now, I want to know, I didn't watch the whole thing. Did any players on the panel happen to uh, put their thoughts in on the umpiring? Yeah, they, they all said that. Well, I Did think they agree? I'm pretty sure they said they thought it w- he was stiff for that to be a free kick. But they didn't really elaborate very much. Did no, they, they shouldn't really say stiff. They and that, that's what I think the problem oh, is, right? I think it's they're not allowed to say, They're not allowed to yeah. say anything yeah. against the umpires. And this is what happens. The umpires brings in rules or their interpretations or they get criticised and something. They go, oh, no, nah, it's been working really well for us. We haven't heard anything. But it's because nobody's allowed to say anything. Well, I, I think, think Travis Cloak said there was a shithouse call. And yeah, then Sam, yeah. Sam Newman said to him, uh, no, Trav, if you don't agree with it, you need to just say, oh, no, 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 Sam. <laughs> That's good. It's about time somebody called it like yeah. it is. But I agree. This I is think what, it was that call. It was one of the umpire's things. But this is what shit. frustrates me. When you've got your Hutchies and your Damos and whoever else that are actually making money off just saying bullshit like They don't know. Mm. They don't know shit. They just fucking make it up. I, I swear Hutchie just argued with Sam Newman just to argue. Like, just say something ridiculous just to actually make an argument. And I reckon... I'm putting it forward right now. I'm, I'm going to start a petition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, look, boys, to host the footy show next year. I reckon we can start it up. I reckon we can do it. We, we can re- do a re- hell of a lot. I think. A hell of a lot better job than, uh, I would have than to the Muppets they got. Language, the Muppets yeah, they got yeah. running the show right now. I don't now. know. No, it's after 8.30, isn't it? You can mm-hmm. swear, can't you? I think a halfway probably, through the show, can swear a little bit more. Yeah, probably tone it down. Probably still. not say. Probably make, nah, make probably some work to get. I mean, I reckon we should probably not be saying that anyway, but. Why not? As long as we're not going on anyone's misses, we're right. We're not going on anyone's misses. Yeah, like oh Wayne Carey. Like, I was gonna say Wayne Carey gets away with it now. It's like the it's been swept under the rug. He can He's be in the, the media duck. and he can be an absolute yeah, deviant. We'd run right on the footy show, I reckon. We'd have Dennis Armfield guesting every week. <laughs> every week, yeah. <laughs> every week he'd be on. Yeah, we'd kill it. So uh just yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start that. Marlo. Gonna start that up, I reckon. Yeah, no, look for uh, Footy Show 2018. Yeah. It's going to be a thing. Uh, 18 Twitter followers will be behind it. I know that. Probably. Might just rebrand the whole thing, get rid of the Footy Mickey Show, Barlow just make it the Yeah, nah, look, Footy Show. Yeah. I agree. It's a thing. Petition. Let's start a up kick- a... Um, it could be a Kickstarter. Is it hard to get a show on like ABC or SBS? <laughs> probably be. not. Surely you just probably not. <laughs> nah, yeah, we should do it. <laughs> we should uh, like, you know... Just like this, just sitting around here. Let, just let's, just be, let's just be real for a second. The Western Front ran for like oh. five years. Oh, that how was the horrific. fuck did that? That run? was a horrific show. So I reckon we Eagle Vision's got to be going for at least fucking. <laughs> oh, Eagle Vision, yeah, well, that's still going. But Eagle Vision, it? it's a team thing, so you understand why supporters of that club would want it. But oh, it's the Western cringe Front, though. The Western Front was on board. <laughs> it really is. So I think <laughs> Mark Nikoski is a great TV <laughs> personality. What was um? What was the the Dennis knock on the door? Ding dong! <laughs> Ding dong! It's Dennis. <laughs> Ding dong! It's Dennis. All right. Well, we're going to work on getting our own TV uh, show. Yeah, we're expanding. That's all we've got time for this week on Yeah Nah Look, the Aussie Rules podcast. Thanks for listening. We've been running right. Get onto Twitter. Get onto Facebook. If anyone does... Check out Twitter. You're going to see a great picture of Nathan Buckley's rig. It's going to be on there in 10 minutes. If anyone does listen, please tweet. Yeah. We need to know. If yeah, we want to know if someone's there. Somebody, yeah, yeah, who's listening? Say, hey, my name's Michael Barlow. We'll, we'll, he <laughs> might even get like a signed photo of Fraser Gary. Oh, who knows? I mean... At yeah. yeah underscore nah underscore we'll look on Twitter. That's a Dicko, signed. Uh, yeah, that's a giveaway. No, look, it's see right behind you, that Fraser Gary card and poster, signed. That can be our giveaway. <laughs> it's a big giveaway. We giveaway. Actually, we've actually got a Fraser yeah, Gary yeah, signed card in the yeah. room. Card Is there anybody photo. out there? The first person gets a... First person to tweet. That's Fraser Gary, the man himself. <laughs> Do you have a Twitter, Fraser? Listen <laughs> oh. to us. All right, well, anyways, okay. Dicko. Yeah, thanks for listening, boys.
Keep well. 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 Keep well.